Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. up guys welcome back to the podcast welcome back to unwinding how are we doing i hope you guys are having a beautiful week i'm doing a lot better than i was a few weeks ago thank you so much for asking um yeah i was like struggling a little bit okay but i'm feeling so much better now finally starting to feel like myself again after some rough weeks where it was just like you know when you just when everything just fucking hits you at once like it was just the perfect storm of shit you know so love that for me but we're feeling a lot better and I'm just so happy for this episode I'm so excited for this episode also hi if you're new here welcome I'm so happy to have you feel free to think of me as your new BFF who is like extremely caffeinated right now if you can tell I'm sorry so yeah I mean I share pretty much everything with you on this podcast um close to everything we're like getting there you know um and I also have conversations with so many different beautiful humans on everything from you know self-love to body image to dating social media friendships entrepreneurship everything I can never say that word entrepreneurship anyway so yeah welcome so nice to meet you so how are we doing are we ready for a powerful fucking episode I hope you're I hope I hope you are because this is oh my gosh so we have Chelsea Williams on today otherwise known as at that's Chelsea on Instagram. Um, Chelsea is a powerhouse. Okay. Just want to tell you a little bit about her real quick before our conversation, because we just like dive dived. That's not right. We dove into the conversation. Um, so Chelsea is a plant-based public health specialist. She's a content creator. She's a wellness media contributor. As soon as I found her on Instagram, I gravitated towards her immediately just because she is everything I love like real as fuck you know and we had the best conversation about what self-love truly means to us and our insecurities and we just really kind of understood each other on so many different things and we talked a lot about validation which is something I'm like really really focusing on right now in my life Um, not looking for validation elsewhere, which can be so hard, right? So yeah, this is just like a gem of an episode for me. I absolutely loved it and I loved her and her energy and I just, I know I say this all the time, but I I just wanted to keep talking to her honestly. So I know you guys are going to love this one. I can't wait for you, for you to listen. So without further ado, ado, without... Is that two words, adieu, or is it adieu altogether? I don't know. Without further ado, you are your best investment featuring Chelsea Williams. Let's go. But we're just going to get right into it. So hi, Chelsea. Welcome to Unwinding. I'm so happy to have you here. How are we doing today? Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) We're doing well today. You know, we're fighting through. It's been a crazy week already, but... 
I know. It's, it's <laughs> These times are weird. Well, I like to jump right into it. So before, when you and I were talking about what, you know, we could have a conversation about, and also just why I love following you is because you place such a value on the relationship with yourself and self-love and self-care. And I know that's something that is um, very important to you. So I wanted to start by asking you, how do you show up for yourself like on a daily basis? Like what does self-love or self-acceptance, I like to say, um, mean to you right now? Because I know I feel like that definition can change over time. Wow. Self-love and self-acceptance for me right now. I think, I think it's, creating boundaries for myself and like really setting myself up for success. I know like we like boundaries right now is like, is a constant theme, but it really is so true, you know? Um, So I know like a boundary for me is like not spending a certain amount of time on social media and scrolling and feeling like I have to be in a certain place and, or um, waking up in the morning and not answering emails, but doing things that I love and enjoy, like being active, which helps with my mood you know, and I think it's really about like loving not only who I'm becoming, but loving me for where I'm at right now in this stage of my life and just giving myself grace and just saying, hey, like this is like the reward is the journey. And like, you know, even though I may not be where I want to be right now, like I still love who I am because this person, eventually, you know, is helping me get to who I'm going to be. So I love that. I mm-hmm. love that. It's like finding joy in the process And I think that's something that is so, like, taken for granted almost. And I feel like I did that for so long. Like, I, it's so funny you say that because I was talking yesterday about um, destination syndrome. Have you heard of that? No. So it's, it's, no, it's, I, I feel like everyone, regardless of who you are, has experienced this in some capacity. But basically, it's just the idea that happiness is somewhere out there. Like, that it's a destination, right? So it's like, if you ever thought to yourself, like, I will be happier or happy. I will be happy when I fill in the blank. That's destination syndrome, essentially. So it's like the idea that we're like not happy yet and we're in the pursuit of it. And until we accomplish or have certain things, then we'll be happy. And that's how I lived, unfortunately, for many years because I just struggled with like my self-worth and I had such a such a negative relationship with my body. Mainly, that's what it was. Um, and so for me, it was always like, I'll be happy when I lose more weight. I'll be happy when I, I'll, I'll let myself go on vacation when I lose more weight. I will start dating when I lose more weight. And it's like, oh my God, I wish I could like shake that, um, version of myself and be like, you realize you just put your life on pause for like three or four beautiful years in your twenties. You just put yourself on pause because you couldn't bring yourself to enjoy the process right and Mm -hmm. like I feel like that's something that is so hard for people like nobody wants to just or I I mean it is hard I I can attest to that but um how what would you say to someone who's struggling to like find joy in the present no that what you said is so spot on because I I was one of those people too so um just to give you a little more context I um, have thyroid disease and I've had it since middle school and now I have an underactive thyroid before I had an overactive thyroid, meaning I was eating and eating, eating, and I was always losing weight. I could never keep weight on. 
And then um, now I'm underactive. So my body changed. I saw changes in my body. Like um, I was a former student athlete and I didn't really like how my body looked now, like at the, at the time. And I just, I, I would hide myself or cover myself up. Like I wouldn't wear certain swimsuits or certain things. And so, you know, you're right. It's like a wasting time. And like the present is the gift, is a gift. And it's just like, Honestly, who I, I don't. It's got to this point where I was like, I don't care because I was so miserable. And I'm and I and I feel like what you said too about like the destination syndrome. Like, I'm very very hard on myself, very hard on myself in terms of like where I want to be in my business. And I used to think that like busyness, like or or checking off boxes, would like you said make me happy. Like I've done all the things. Like literally, I've started two businesses before. I've shut down a business. I've I thought, oh, I'll be happy when I get married. I, I'm divorced now because that was that's a whole nother issue. But I, I thought that these <laughs> I thought these things would make me like would just somehow light me up on the inside. And now, like what I learned from coming from a dark place is that you really have to romanticize and find joy in every little thing that you do um, in your life. And that's why I like love about your page as well is that when I go to your page, it's so much beauty, it's so much joy. It's the it's the joy in the little things, and so ever since I came out of this dark place through like you know not being well health wise and post divorce and all these things, I was like, yo, I'm gonna find something that makes me happy every single day. And you know, we get one life, and I noticed that when I started just focusing on the things that I love and just practicing gratitude more of those type of things i've started attracting more of those type of things and more of those type of people in my life so i think it's just like you have to start okay so if someone who wants to start practicing joy is to really start small and start with one thing do one thing each day that lights you up inside um and then do a streak and then find two things that bring you joy you know it's as simple it's really as simple as that and um you know i've also deal with depression as well and I think for me, that was finding that one thing helped me not be so overwhelmed by trying to start this whole new task or this new journey of finding joy, right? Because sometimes when you're depressed, it just doing one simple task a day can feel so daunting. So that's why I just say, start with one. Like if you're in a dark place, like do something, one thing that brings you joy every day. And then next thing you know, you're going to be, your, your whole life is going to be filled with joy because you're going to be doing joyous things all the time. <laughs> right, yeah. right. I, I love everything that you said. And it's, I think something I also had to understand and come to terms with is that we're not going to be happy all the time. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, I don't know about you. I am not happy 24 seven. I have moments of happiness and I find joy throughout my days. Mm -hmm. Not every day is great, but there can be something great in every single day. I firmly believe that. Whether that's a roof over your head, a bed to sleep on, like these are the things that sometimes in a shitty day and in a dark space, those are the things that you have to be grateful for, right? But I think also I taking that pressure off myself and, you know, letting myself be okay with not being happy all the time and letting myself finally like feel things like I I feel like for many many years of my life I suppressed negative emotions because kind of I kind of went through a tumultuous couple of years um when I turned 18 um my dad was sick for a year that was horrible then he ended up passing away and then I just like I was behind because I took a gap year so I felt this pressure to like oh my god I have to catch up like all my all my 
like my friends that I graduated high school with, they're all ahead of me and, and I'm a perfectionist. And so that was driving me insane. I didn't know where I was going to live, like so many things. Right. And so I just kind of stayed busy for years. And then a few years after that, I had a, you know, horrible years with my sister, just like she got very sick, let's just say. Um, and that's still something that is going on. And so it took me hitting, you know, a very low point to be like, I've never let myself feel this shit. Like, I've never let myself really feel these things. Like, almost nine years after losing my dad, I'm finally, not that I didn't grieve because I really did grieve, but I'm finally, like, addressing so many things that I just suppressed because I didn't want to deal with it. Because who wants to deal with negative emotions, right? Like, nobody wants to deal with that. Um, And I think busyness is a great way that we distract ourselves from our feelings. And while I think that's, it's great to stay busy, it's great to fill up your life with things that you love and, 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 you know, that energize you. I love that. I think there's also value in letting yourself feel shitty and letting yourself feel sad. If you never feel it, if you never address it, it's never going to leave your body. And I, I know that might sound like woo woo to someone, but I think it's true. And I'm living that right now. Um, and so I think it's also like, I love that you said find one thing because it doesn't have to be this overwhelming thing. Like you're not going to be happy to every single minute of the day. And if you are, that's fucking amazing. And I'm so happy for you. I wish I could relate. Right. But that's not my life. Instead, I, like you said, practice gratitude as much as I can. Gratitude and perspective for me are like two of the biggest things that help me like be present, I guess. And and like you said, romanticize the little the little parts of your day because the little parts of your day are what what is making up your days, which is making up your weeks, which is making up your months, which ultimately is making up your life. So if you don't romanticize your cup of coffee in the morning and the walk with your dog and your nighttime skincare routine, like who's going to do that for you, you know? So mm-hmm. and, I, and, I love and, and I'm the same way. Like I don't feel happy all the time. I think people you know, when they first meet me or they maybe they just find me online or, or whatever. They're like, oh my gosh, she's so fun. But it's like, same, you know, we, we, all, we all have, you know, these, you know, t- these moments when we're not feeling our best self. And honestly, I had to learn that um, these low points, right, are really um, helping me create a roadmap to a healthier and a more, you know, a better life, you know, um, I just feel like these are things, it helps me realize what I need more. It helps me become become more self-aware. And so yeah. when, when I'm feeling low, it's like, okay, why am I feeling low? It really helps me get to the root cause so that right. I don't invite more. And not to say that these thoughts are never going to come, but I don't invite these things into my life. When they come, it's like feel through it. But I think I was going through this vicious cycle. You, you were talking about busyness. And what I was doing, I was I was keeping myself so busy that I didn't have to feel through things. And then yeah. I would overload myself with stuff that I would create anxiety for myself because I would be like, yo, I just did, I just packed my schedule and this is making me miserable over here. So it was just this yeah. vicious cycle of causing my own misery. So now I, I'm actually trying to be more, you know, just to slow down and be more mindful about those thoughts. And like you said, just feel through it. So that way I can really sit with myself and create like a realistic plan of like how to move through this and like what to do next. Totally. And I love that you said that you listen to what you're feeling because that's a huge thing that I this like a few months ago kind of realized is like instead of suppressing 
uncomfortable emotions and feelings, I'm going to be curious about them. You know, like whatever, whatever negative feeling it is, be curious about it. Like, why is it here? What is it telling me? Like every feeling we have, whether it's good, bad, shitty, whatever it is, they're all visiting you, right? They're not going to stay there forever if addressed, I believe. Um, So I think it's, there's something to say and like, listen to what you're feeling our gut is huge. I, I, I mean, sometimes I have a hard time trusting my gut because I'm a very anxious person. So sometimes I'm like, is this anxiety or is it my gut? Like, I, yeah. I, I have a hard time. Um, but be curious about your feelings because whether good or bad, I think they're all trying to tell us something. Um, so I love that you said that. I also would love to hear your thoughts on... So you posted a quote the other day that I loved and it said something along the lines of like, stop... I wrote it down, actually. Stop asking unqualified people to validate you. Mm -hmm. And that just, like, hit me where it hurts because I'm, I'm, it just, it's very prominent in my life right now. And I would love to hear your advice for, what would you say to somebody who's struggling to validate themselves Mm -hmm. and is instead continuously looking for validation externally, whether that be in you know, friendships, uh, dating, relationships, mm-hmm. whatever it may be? Well, you have to know that, like, everyone is trying to figure it out. And no yeah. one, even the experts are not truly, like, the experts, right? We're still learning. We're still growing on a daily basis. Um, for me, you know, when I wrote that, you know, and I know not everyone is going to share the same, you know, spiritual beliefs, you know, as I do. But I, I looked at it like, yo, the only person that can qualify me is God. Like nobody on this planet can qualify me. You're not qualified. You're not. You, who are you? You don't know better than I do. You don't. And so I, I looked at it like this. If God can love me and accept me for who I am right now, this moment and love me so much. Right. Why can't I do the same for myself? Yeah. That's who created me. Like, that's how I looked at it when I when I was, like, thinking about it. And I just felt like we we have so many people online. We're bombarded by so many voices online mm-hmm. and just in our day-to-day mm-hmm. lives. And I think that, you know, we start to lose our own inner voice. And when right. you were talking about these negative thoughts, like, with, you know, it, this, this validation and this negative thought thing kind of goes hand in hand because it's like there are days when I actually have to say things out loud out loud to myself to re-familiarize myself with my inner voice on a daily basis yeah you know um and that can go through with you know with career it can be with if you're trying like to make a lifestyle change like a maybe trying to change your diet or you're trying to work out more trying to do things like you have to say out loud like what you want to accomplish and like literally speak to your mountain type of thing you know and i just i just feel like there are too many people no one is going to know better than you Right. Um, So that's for me, I think it's just like nobody is qualified to tell you, you know what I mean? What's best for you. So I just think we have to train ourselves to just to just listen to ourselves more, no matter what anyone thinks about it. Totally. And I think, you know, I think it's what I'm learning lately and what I, I think it's a lesson, you know, and I share the beliefs that you do as well. And sometimes I think when something shitty happens in my life, I'm like, what is, what is this telling me? What is God trying to tell me with this? What is God trying to tell me through this person, through the situation? Like, that's how I think as well. Um, and I think he's, he keeps sending me the same lesson because I don't 
want to learn it. (laughs) I haven't like accepted it. And it's that it is so dangerous to place, to expect somebody else to validate you. Like that Mm -hmm. is so dangerous because you're putting all of your eggs in someone else's basket and that's not their job right? Like, that shouldn't be their job. That should be our job. And I I wish, like, I wish this was more talked about when I was growing up and in high school. Like, my mom and my parents were amazing, um, and, and I can't say anything bad about them, truly, but the idea and the conversation of, like, being confident in yourself and in your own skin, like, I think it's because my mom, she's such a confident person. She's so radiant. Like, she just has the most magnetic, beautiful energy. She's very religious. Her faith is, like, you know, so important to her. Um, And that's how I was raised as well. And she's just always been so confident. And it's just effortless to her, you know? And that's never been me. Um, It's never been me. I don't think I've been super unconfident, but it's just... I have so many doubts and, and so many insecurities and I think social media didn't help me for a long time and now I know how to tailor the experience and now I have, you know, I've been in therapy for a while. I've like, I've, I have tools to like navigate this now. Um, but sorry, I feel like I got so sidetracked. No, no. Just ultimately that it's, 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 it truly is up to you to validate yourself and to give yourself what you're looking for in someone else. Um, and I know that sounds so cliche and so cheesy, and but it I keep realizing time and time again that it's so true, it's so true. Mm. Um, and if you if you keep expecting somebody else to do that for you, I just feel like you're gonna be disappointed ultimately. You, you know, you are because people are fickle and they change their minds day to day. Right. I look at it, all right. the trends. I mean, the the no eyebrow, skinny eyebrow look was in, and now it's full eyebrows, yeah. and then the curvy was in it, and it was the athletic yeah. boyish body type, and then it was the pixie cut. It was yeah. like. Yeah, People don't can't. even know what they want. So how are you no. going to be able to... You, you guys don't even know what you want. So how are you going to be able to tell me how to run my life right. or how to run the right. show over here? Like, And yeah. this is the thing that I always tell people. Like, it, It's nice to have... A, it, it's it's needed. You need a support system. It's nice to have people in your corner. It's nice to have a partner Like For when sure. you're dating and all these things. But honestly, at the end of the day, life is a solo mission. Like, It, it truly is. And so when you go home at night, like when you, when you have to sit with your thoughts, it's you and you. And like... That's it. So, you know, if you, when you think about like that, just as like, people just fall away, look, look at, look at your life, right. And think back to see how many people, like maybe someone said something to you in high school that really hurt your feelings. That person, you probably can't even remember the last name now. Maybe. Maybe you remember what they said, but you don't even remember their last name. You don't know what they're doing. You don't know where they're at. It's like people fall away so much. And so you have to be like so laser focused on you you are your best investment. You know what's going to work for you. And you just have to just work daily on being the best you that you can be for you and nobody right. else. Totally. Totally. And speaking of that, do you think true or false? Is this true or false to you? Confidence is a choice. I think that's true. I think Elaborate. it's true. I, I think it's true because it's something it's, it's true, but it's something that you have to practice. Yes. Agreed. It's something that you, you have to practice. So I don't think confidence is not always going to come natural to everyone just based off life experiences and, and, mm-hmm. and all of that. But it's almost like it's being physically fit. Is, is that a choice? Well, yeah, like you have to get up and go to the gym every day and lift weights, right? You have to run. You have to, you know, 
make sure that you eat healthy food, food and fuel your body with the things that it needs, right? So for if, if you are able-bodied, right, being physically fit, that's, is, that's a choice that you decide to make every single day with intention. So I think the same with confidence is true. It's like some things that you can do to practice is like spending less time online, you know, um, affirmations, journaling, um, doing, wearing clothes that make you feel confident, pulling yourself together every day, making the bed, you know, spraying yourself with maybe like a perfume or something that makes you feel like, oh, I smell good. Like that just lifts your mood. It's finding those little things every day to help you become more and more and more confident. Confidence is truly like a muscle and that we have to, we have to work it every single day. So um, I do think it's a choice. Do I think there's always things out there that are trying to go against, help make us go against the grain? Yes. <laughs> so it's like, it, that's why it's, it's, it's like a battle. It's an everyday battle, but I do believe it's a choice. Yeah, I agree with you. I think um, I used to get so annoyed when I would hear people be like, confidence is a mindset. It's a choice. And I'm like, I'm not, tr- I'm not choosing not to be confident. Like I want to be confident. You know, I was, I would get so annoyed. And then after as I aged um I was like I think it truly is and I think like you said it's situational but I think there are things that we can implement sorry can you see my dog yes. it's crazy over so here. Cute. <laughs> um I think like you said it's a muscle can you relax please I think it's a muscle and I think that it's not gonna come without work, right? I don't think it's going to come without you trying to strengthen it and trying to keep those promises to yourself. That's how I've been trying to find more confidence and cultivate more confidence in myself is just like doing the things that I tell myself I'm going to do. So that's going to vary for everyone. But it's almost like keeping the plans that I have with myself, whether that's my goals, whether that's I want to wake up at seven or I want to whatever it is, whatever it might be keeping those promises to myself showing up for myself makes me feel confident and for me it's like learning constantly makes me feel confident that's why I love reading I love listening to podcasts I love listening to audiobooks like that makes me feel confident when I like know more I don't know maybe that's the Capricorn in me I have no idea um and like you said finding those little things that make you feel good I think is what it takes but people love when I talk about confidence because I guess I don't know. And this is also where I get kind of like mind effed because a lot of my beautiful, the people that follow me, they're like, how are you so confident? Like, you just look so confident. I'm like, no, bro. Like, I struggle with this all the time. Like, there are so many things that I still want to do that I don't do because I feel like I'm still working on my confidence. Um, And so that's why I wanted to ask you, like, how can we internalize more confidence? But you hit it like perfectly it's it's literally doing the things that make you feel good and doing them constantly um and I love that you said affirmations because that's something that is that I've been newly trying to do um and trying to vocalize them in the morning and as much as I need during the day just to like remind myself who I am I guess you know exactly and you know confidence is going to look totally different for depending on the person and yeah. so I think a lot of times people tell me that too, like, oh, how are you so, how are you able to show up online and just like kind of be yourself? And it's like, um, so showing up online for them is confidence, right? And like, oh, I wish I could do what you're doing. But for me, that that's not what confidence looks like to me. Confidence to me is like feeling good in my body, like, you know what I mean? Or 
feeling like, oh, I can I can have my arms and shoulders out this summer. <laughs> like little things yeah. like that. Like or or yeah. also I'll give you a tangible example and I had to work on this. Like so I used to have a gap in my two front teeth. I've had braces three times. Okay. So my, my teeth were jacked and um I had I had a gap in my two front teeth and I hated it. And so when I was younger, I never smiled. I never smiled because I didn't want anyone to talk about my gap or make jokes and all these things. And then um you know, someone said to me, you have such a beautiful smile one day. They were like, you, you just, when you smile, it like changes your whole face. It lights the room up. And I was like, really? And so I literally went in the mirror every single day and was like, I do have a beautiful smile. And I had to practice smiling in the way that I like to see myself smile in pictures. You know what I mean? It literally became like that much of a practice. And so, so for some people, they may, may be like, oh, that's so superficial. or That's so like vain. But it's like, no, I no. literally had to learn how to smile, feel good about smiling again. And so now, like, when I'm posting online, like, people are like, oh, you, you know, you have a great smile and stuff like that. But it's like, you don't even, and they're like, you're so confident. And it's like, no, you don't know the backstory. Like, I didn't even used to show my teeth. I didn't even used to show my teeth. So I think, you know, it's going to look different for everybody. And we just have to just be, extend ourselves grace. And oftentimes we're doing way better than we think we're doing. Trust me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. And, and we're so, we're obviously, you know how everybody says we're so hard on ourselves. Um, and I think something that I always remind myself is like, I'm not that important. You know, like I, we feel like all eyes are on us always at every single moment of the day. And I'm not saying you're unimportant. Okay. You're important. Whoever listening, whoever is listening, you're important, but we're all so fixated on ourselves and we're all trying to do our best and we're all worried about how we're, you know, being perceived, et cetera. Like it's not as, it's not, it's not that serious is what I wanted to say. And I love that you said that your smile story, you do have a beautiful smile, by the way. Um, (laughs) and so something I'm working on, I'll give you one of my tangible examples is I haven't worn shorts in (laughs) like, I saw this meme the other day and it made me laugh so hard because it said like, said like the internet is such a funny place because I know your traumas but I don't know what your legs look like and I was like that's me like I share all my secrets with people online but nobody has seen what my legs look like because I have this like huge insecurity with them um and I have for years and I, I do too that's funny I've never like listen I don't think I've worn shorts out out okay in public since i was probably 19 or so 20. this is the question do you wear dresses I'm 28 no you wear dresses I don't. Though? okay see i'm no. not so i can wear dresses but shorts i don't know what, what the shorts thing i feel like my legs look like too skinny or something to shorts like it doesn't my body doesn't match i don't know I have this, I have this huge insecurity and I would love to wear shorts. I have two pairs of shorts that I love and that I I put them on and I walk around my house and I've tried to get, you know, my therapist tells me like, put them on, let's start in your house, let's start in your apartment, like put them on, feel comfortable, like whatever. I try to do it here and there, but I can't bring myself to like put a pair of shorts on and just like walk out the door. A, because I just, my poor legs, like I just never think they look good enough and I'm trying to get over that. And B, I just feel like since I've never done it, I feel like if I did, everyone, and this is again me thinking I'm like the center, <laughs> center of the universe, which like nobody would give two fucks, but I'm me thinking that everyone's going to look around and be like, oh my God, look at Lisa's legs. Like no one cares. No one cares. I know that. But it's crazy. Like this is, this is exactly the point is you don't know what someone might be 
um, struggling with. You don't know what someone might be confident about or not confident about. You don't know what it took them to be able to do something. So I think ultimately the lesson with this little segment and this conversation of confidence is like, and I know it's so cliche, but like, just be kind, like be kind with what you say. And if you see something beautiful in someone, which doesn't have to be superficial, by the way, if you see something beautiful in someone, say it. Like, I love complimenting people. I do it as much as I can because I don't feel like we do it enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like we do it enough. And I think I know how I feel when someone random or even someone in my life tells me something nice, whether it's about what I look like or, or my something about me, like whatever it is, like it lights up my day. So I think we can do more of that. We can all do more of that. And um, yeah, just like be kind because Mm -hmm. you don't know what anyone might be you don't know what anyone is going through you don't know what anyone is going home to and you don't know what anyone's like confidence insecurity journey is you know yeah I agree 100% what would you say to kind of on the same confidence like shorts thing like what's your relationship like with like body image and how you feel about your body and stuff I talk about that all the time because Mm -hmm. I've been vocal about how I feel about that and a lot of my listeners love to 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 just hear about it because a lot of us struggle with this. So I would love to hear any insight you have. Yeah, I think I'm a lot better now. I don't I don't want to say like I'm super body confident because I'm not. Yeah. That's that would be a lie. But I think I'm I've improved over the years. I think it goes to self-acceptance and then just realizing like hey, if there's something I don't like about myself, it's not the end of the world. Like I can work on it. Like, you know, if I yeah. say Oh, I want stronger legs or I want to, you know, or if I just, it it could be anything. Okay. So I'll I'll give you an example. So let me, let me, let me keep it all the way real. So when I was younger, all right. Um, I was taller than everyone in my class. So for those who are listening, I'm six one. Okay. So I'm, yeah. Yeah. So I used to play basketball and, um, I was very uncomfortable. So before I got into sports, I was really uncomfortable with my body. I was just really tall and really lanky and just like, Everybody, I used to get picked on and people would joke and stuff like that. And then one day someone um, was like, oh, you should play basketball. It was like almost like a peer pressure thing. It was like, oh, I guess I should just like make use out of this. Right. I never really took it seriously. So I tried out and it became, tried out for the team in high school and it became like the best thing, one of the best things I've ever done for my confidence, for um, just, just feeling stronger and more just like, just like aware, like I, I feel like I'm very in tune yeah. with my body now. Something's off. Something I know it. Like, um, yeah. and so you know that impacted like dating and all this stuff. I used to like shrink myself and be like, oh, like I would feel almost guilty for being so tall, you know. And 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 now, <laughs> you know, as an adult, it, it's almost like a gift because it's people like, oh, you're so tall and. Tall people statistically get paid more and all these things. You have such a presence. And now I can be more fluid in my career. Just like people are like asking me to do like little small like modeling stuff, which is whatever. Because now we live in this age where people want to see see, um, all different types of bodies like in campaigns and not just like the model aesthetic. Thank um, God. Which is really cool. Right. Which is cool. So I think I'm better now, but as you said, with the shorts reference, there are things that I still want to work on. Like, you know, I would like to be able to wear shorts one day and not, not cringe (laughs) and not cringe or to not think when I wear shorts, people are going to comment and be like, girl, look at you wearing shorts out here. Like, I appreciate the round of applause, but it's like, hold on, like, stop looking at me because I wasn't ready to come out here like that. So just 
Let's just pretend this didn't happen. Um, so, I mean, there's things like that too. And then just me, like I said, having a hypothyroidism and like dealing um, with that. And so even sometimes, sometimes I go to the gym and I work out and do things, I'm still not going to aesthetically meet, you know, my ideal body type or whatever. And two, I think I'm just in general hard on myself because I post yeah. like part of my job is to take pictures and post online all the time. Yeah. And I stare at myself way too much or my camera is picking up things that you can't even see with the naked eye. And I'm like, ew, like, what is this? Like, <laughs> like, where did that get here? Like, so I think I'm a lot better now, but again, I have to constantly coach myself just like anyone else that, you know, you get one body, my body is healthy. I can move around. Yes. I'm mobile. I can pick things up. Yeah. My back is good. Like my knees are still intact. Like I can still drop yeah. them up. Like little things like that. And um, so I, it goes back to gratitude and just, just, you know, realizing that like social media, a lot of that stuff, even um, if we don't realize it, if even if it's not obvious, is like manufactured. Like look all the things we have to do. We have to stage, you gotta oh, turn this way, you gotta turn dude, this light on and you gotta for this. Sure. <laughs> for so. sure. And it's like I there's so many things that I wanna say from everything you said, but first of all, I think our goal from this conversation is we're both going to wear shorts and we're both going to send each other a picture <laughs> yes. of each other wearing shorts, okay? Mine might be in my house, but, like, that's still a that's step good. up, a okay? Step. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was about your height, which is, like, I'm not 6'1". I'm 5'8". Um, but it has taken me so long to, like, accept that height is a beautiful thing and accept that like this is what my body is right and something that I struggle with is like I'm I feel like I'm I guess okay I'm not six one but like I'm tall I guess I would be I'm taller than the average person mm -hmm. I guess or maybe I'm yes. a little bit above average and where I'm from in Costa Rica most of the girls I want to say they're not that tall mm -hmm. um like I don't fit the I the typical body of someone from where I am from okay so that was always hard for me because I always just felt so big like that's what I always tell my therapist is just like I'm so big and she's like you love that word like you love that you always say that word mm -hmm. and I'm like I just feel like I'm big like I'm tall and I have like broad shoulders and I'm not a petite little girl right I'm not either Ooh. and and it took <laughs> me so long it took me so long and I think again the media didn't help for so for so many years because there was no diversity um up until recently, thank God, because it's like it was so not it was not representative of what the world is like and what are what real bodies are actually like. Um, and so I think that definitely helped for me lately is like seeing so many different and beautiful bodies and realizing that there is not one type of beautiful. There really isn't. And this is what my body is like. This is how tall I am. And my therapist also would always tell me, like, why? when you said the word shrink, it like made me think of this where she was always like, why are you trying so hard to just shrink everything about you? Whether it's your presence, like she was like, you have a presence and you're like scared to let it shine and you're always trying to shrink your body. It's like, why? Like you were given this for a reason. Um, and I, and she was like, I need you to like slowly but surely start accepting it because I know loving it is very, that's way off for me. But I think accepting it is more so what I've been trying to navigate. Mm -hmm. um, and and like you said, I think a lot of it too, it, it, it is gratitude. If you're having a hard time with like accepting part of parts of your body or just parts of you, instead of thinking like, oh, I have, you know, my legs, like they're so, 
you have legs. Like, they get you places. They walk you around. They hold you up. Like, do you know what a privilege that is? And Mm -hmm. sometimes, like, some people might be like, whoa, like, calm down. But it's like, if you're struggling to, like, appreciate parts of your body, go back to the basics and realize how lucky you are for even, like, having them. And I think when we start to appreciate things more and we start to be grateful for them more, we kind of we can take a little bit of the hatred out. I don't like to hate anything. I feel like that's a really strong word, but like the dislike and not not being happy with, you know, different parts of our bodies. Did that even make sense? I feel like I just went off on the biggest no, tangent. No, 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 no. It makes sense. It makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, I was going to mention something else about that too. I'm, I'm almost like, hmm. Um, what was I going to say about that? You made a good point. Oh, what were you saying? You were saying about the gratitude or shrinking oh that's what i was gonna say the shrinking okay so that happened to me a lot in dating as well and i I, I allowed it to happen way too much not just with me being tall but i'm a person who is very ambitious and i have a lot of different i guess different gifts like i can draw and paint and i make like i like to make food and and i thought i thought one day i was i was I wanted to be like Khalees and I wanted to uh, go to Cordon Bleu and become a chef and do all these things. Like I, I, I have multiple interests and I'm, I'm pretty good at a lot of the things. And I felt yeah. like that whenever I was dating, I wasn't dating people who kind of like affirmed me in that way or were like, go for it. It was almost like it was a problem. And so therefore right. I kept myself in a box way, way too long. And now like, I don't accept that at all but um no. but that happens that happens a lot you'll get around people who are some somehow intimidated by you and it's like okay those yeah. are not the people for you um yeah. so yeah i think that really weighs on your self-awareness your self-confidence your all of that because the more and more like that person is telling you whether directly or indirectly that you need to shrink yourself you are a, I, I posted this the other day too it doesn't hold power unless you agree. It doesn't right. hold power unless you agree. So and that, when that person is saying, like I said, directly or indirectly, that you should shrink yourself and you go home and say, oh, yeah, 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 they were right. It's like, no. Like, I had to start telling myself, like, if someone said something I didn't agree with, I had literally had to be like, that's false. That's a lie. That's this. They're projecting. Yes. They're et cetera. So I think yes. all these things, even sometimes we're our own enemy that we tell ourselves like this whole shorts thing. Like we can't wear shorts. We can't do this. We can't do this. It doesn't hold power unless you agree with the thought. So it's like if you're saying it and you're agreeing with it, then it's true. And if you do the exactly. opposite, then it's false. Right. So how many exactly. things are we going to write off as false in our lives? I think that's what yeah. we should really, you know, we should do yeah. every day. And I love that you said it that you tied it into dating because whether it's dating or friendships, I think who you're surrounding yourself with and who you're listening to and who you are accepting criticism from or judgments or whatever it may be, that is so important and that is so telling. And I think, I think we have to approach new people and new, you know, whether it's dating, friendships, whatever, you have to have a filter and realize like, Take what you agree with and leave the rest and be that's where I think self-awareness is huge because if you are aware of what you're good at, your limitations, your flaw or what you are telling yourself are, are limitations, your flaws, whatever, when you are very self-aware of that, no one can tell you who you are because you already know that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's crazy because the 
there are people that have this way of speaking and have this way of even like convincing you um, that something you thought you were good at, you're not really, or something about you that you liked, they don't like it, or you feel like you feel the need to like dim yourself down in order to like not intimidate them and let them shine. And it's like, no, like I've done that too. Um, And I don't think, I think the right people in your life you'll never have to dim yourself down because they will be so excited to see you be bright, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And it, it is really important to switch up your circle too because, you know, I, I find that people who... Okay, I'll give you an example. So, like, when I first... So, I'm plant-based. So, when I first started tra- transitioning to my diet, um, people were like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're already sick. Da, 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 da. So then I was like, I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to study nutrition <laughs> as like a rebellious, rebellious spirit. Um, or, you know, you don't know what you're talking about or this is nasty or you, you this, it was all these things like, you know, you're, you're going to lose too much weight or don't lose too much weight now. You know, oh, I want to start a blog and like, you know, show, you know, give other people inspiration or insight into this lifestyle. People were like, you want to put all your business out there on the street like that? And this was, this was a while ago. This is... <laughs> I want to start my, so I've only been blogging for about, um, five, a little over five years, but I changed my diet around like 2010, 2011. And so that's the time when I was very vocal about, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go vegan or I'm going to be plant-based or I'm going to whatever. And then those, it was so much negativity. And then when I said, I'm going to start this blog then people were like, why would you want to do something like that? Or you'll never make money. And I didn't do it to make money. I started out on Tumblr. Like I was blogging on Tumblr. Um, and then now, now wellness is a trend. And now people want to start a platform. And now people want to work from home and do all these things that because they think this is so glamorous all the time. Mm-hmm. And now it was first it was, why do you want to do that? And now it's how can I do that? So right. it's like, again, people are never going to, you can't ever police people anyway. And again, no. they don't know what to talk about. So do you yeah please please yourself honestly and Mm -hmm. something something different is going to be trending every single day so if you try to i I said this in the last episode is if you try to keep up with the trends you're going to be exhausted for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with dabbling in trends nothing wrong with trying new things for sure but just be aware of the foundation and who who that foundation is you know Mm -hmm. um and my last question for you even though i feel like i could talk to you for hours literally same Um, same my my last question for you that i like to ask everyone is what have you been doing we're in some weird ass times right now um i would love to know what you've been doing to unwind and Mm. to end your days or just what's a what's a dreamy relaxing night to you wow dreamy relaxing night um i have a sweet tooth i love dessert so i would love to have my little macarons in a clean house yeah light some incense and turn on spotify and listen to some good music or just watch a light-hearted show you know i am one of those people who's like like you said i'm always wanting to learn and i had to realize like, like i had to shut off like you don't have to watch something intellectual all the time. Like you can yes. just laugh at coming to America too. And just, even if it's yeah. corny, you can just laugh. Like it's okay to yeah. laugh girls. All right. So I would do something <laughs> lighthearted like that to unwind. Or if I'm not at home, you know, I live near, kind of near the beach. So I would, I'd like to go watch the sunset at the beach. Um, it's just very, just this, like, it's like a, a reset. It's like a, it's like a yeah. reset of the system. Like just hearing the waves and seeing people laugh and putting your toes in the sand and watching the sun go down. It's like, wow, I, I did this again. I made it through another day. So 
either one of those would be ideal but macarons have to be involved <laughs> oh my gosh that sounds like that sounds like the perfect night honestly <laughs> last night lately for me i've been I, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with baths because I love them, but then I just get cold and I get bored and wrinkly and I just, you know, but they've been really helping my anxiety lately. I don't know what it is. So um, last night I had a whole self-care night. You know, it was Tuesday, 5.30, and I felt like my brain was going to explode and I was like, I want to keep working and I should keep working, but I know my body is telling me, calm the fuck down. So I made a bath. I put hella bubbles in there. I had a glass of extra large glass of white wine I just like listened to my music and oh my god sometimes that's just what you need you know yeah no for sure so since you like baths you have to try the CBD bath bombs because it's so <gasps> relaxing you just put it I in a bath I need to try that it, I mean like your whole back it's like the tension is gone it's oh amazing. my gosh I need <laughs> I need is there a specific one that you like like a specific I, brand yeah I like this brand Floramai um, and out. they do other CBD beauty products, but their bath bombs are new and it comes in this beautiful wooden box. It's, an ex- it's a oh whole experience, oh but it's, I, I can attest that they are that they're amazing. Good? Mm-hmm. Okay. I need to try those. <laughs> okay. Well, Chelsea, this was amazing. I feel like I, I feel like I needed this conversation so much, like selfishly, literally, oh, and I can't <laughs> wait I can't wait to share it with everybody and I'm just so grateful to have had you on and yeah, I love this so much. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. Come back anytime. I would, (laughs) I, if you're ever in Miami, let's go get a drink or coffee because I feel like we could talk for hours. Literally. I definitely will. I'll be there uh, probably, (laughs) probably in a couple months. So I'll I'll let you know. For sure. For sure. But thank you so much for coming on. This is so great. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.